B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning, Tad and Drex Show. Uh, okay, Lori Laughlin, Aunt Becky. Mm-hmm. It was it yesterday? Yep. Took the plea deal. Took She's going to serve, after dragging it out for over a year, going to serve two months. Her husband's going to serve five months. They're going to have to pay a combined uh, fine of about a half a million dollars. Which is what the, exactly the amount that they paid to get their daughter into yeah. USA, mm-hmm. right? Or daughters, maybe. Yeah. So Randy McGinley um, is on the phone. He's a local assistant district attorney. Mm-hmm. He'd be on the prosecutor's side. And Randy, for those that don't know, what exactly is a, a plea deal? What it does is help resolve cases before going to trial. And essentially both sides try to come to the table with some sort of negotiation with uh, that meets everybody's expectations. You put all this time in. I can't imagine that you're just like, whatever. Wouldn't you be invested in this to the point where you're like, we're not going to let them get away with less time than they really deserve? Well, right. But I think you put all that time and effort into it. But in a case, some of those cases that are out there right now, there are a lot of multiple co-defendants and sometimes some people are less culpable than others so sometimes and i would expect sometimes a lot of these plea agreements include cooperating against the bigger fish if you will i know we can't speak specifics because this is still technically an ongoing case but someone that is going to jail for two months on a white collar crime is there a likelihood that that person doesn't serve all two months probably not especially in the federal system, usually in the federal system, they serve, if not the entire sentence, more than 90% of it. What are the chances in a white collar crime do sometimes you end up just, I'm not planning on committing any crimes, but <laughs> would you, is there a chance that you would end up in like the big clink? I mean, I don't think it would be somewhere that's fun that you want to go to, but yes, I mean, you're not going to, typically the, the federal system is called the Bureau of Prisons. They look at everything and sort of send people to a prison that is appropriate for what their crime is. You tour the prisons as a prosecutor so that you know where you're sending people? You, you can, and I think it's a good idea. Um, I've been to you know, a prison before. I've been to, you know, obviously, the local county jails. Do you sometimes just go for lunch? <laughs> like no, just pres- no. Have you ever had lunch at a jail? I have in one of our local jails, but that was not for... They often have a cafeteria for um, all of the staff that's working there. Okay. So it's not. What you see no, it's not, not the same black. thing. Not at all. <laughs> Bologna <No>. sandwiches. <laughs> um, you know, in, in a case where it's a husband and a wife, can you explain a little bit? Isn't there like a spousal protection where like you can't force a husband and a wife to testify against each other? Right. There is. And legally speaking, you cannot force a... A spouse to testify against another spouse. But in your experience, do you ever see spouses like, oh, yeah, he did it. I saw it. Throwing the spouse under the bus? No. Oh, <laughs> they, pro- they protect them, huh? I would say that's usually so. And that's why the privilege is there. And people know that privilege is there. I know, but it does sound like kind of a good option. Like if uh, you could squeal on your spouse and maybe get a few extra months of freedom once you get out. <laughs> like you do two, they do four. Then those extra two months, you know. Well, that may to... be a, you know that may be a comment more on that person's relationship than right. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much for uh clearing up all our questions about aunt becky yeah if so if you're gonna do a crime do it with your spouse <laughs> <laughs>